Welcome to Thrive HR, a podcast by Thrive Pass. In this show, we sit down with industry leaders to explore the world of HR and everything it has to offer. I'm your host, Andreas Deptola. These have been unprecedented times to keep it all together and to help grow and help one another grow. So shout out to those leaders out there that have just been making it happen at home and, and in the workforce because these have been challenging times. So, Welcome to Thrive HR. Today, Andreas is in studio with Lockton VP, Kevin Walker. They discuss the evolving workforce and all things that come with it. Hybrid collaboration, scaling internationally, and community. Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Andreas. It's great to be here. Well, and today is a special day because we actually have you here in our office in, in Denver, in Rhino. And it's a pleasure to be here. It's a beautiful, sunny, Denver, crisp day. Uh, it's great to be here on site, so thanks again for having me. Of course, yeah. Um, that's one of the great things about Colorado, right? We just talked about it, 300 days of sunshine. That's uh, pretty hard to beat. You're not kidding. But but to, to see the snow caps and to you know have that at arm's length, too, is such a dream. I mean, Colorado is just a, it's a beautiful place. So. so, so Kevin, let's start off with, like, you know, I love to ask that question. Tell us something unique that even your team doesn't know about you. Oh, ooh, all right. So I figured we would start with, like, a couple of, okay, okay. Uh, yo hablo español. Un poco. Un poco, poquito. So I'm fluent in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely not one thing. If you ever see me, you wouldn't think uh, he is fluent in Spanish. But I've spent a lot of time in Europe and mm -hmm. in South America and done some great charity work. So as a young kid, I, I was always curious about other languages. I come from an Italian family, Irish and Italian. So Spanish came to me easily. I studied Latin in high school. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's not something I get to use as much on the day to day. My wife is from Portugal, so we're actually practicing Portuguese because the one interesting fact that not a lot of people know is we are welcoming our first little girl into the world. Well, congrats! That, that's Thank exciting, you. Kevin. That's exciting. Um, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Latin in the combination with Spanish. So I also learned Latin in high school for many, many years. It didn't help me at all with Spanish. So didn't I, I, I didn't? I don't know if it did or didn't. <laughs> I'm sticking to the curriculum that it did, but I don't even know if I could spell my name during that time period. <laughs> so, so did you? Did you then spend some time in Spain to learn? I I did. I studied throughout Spain and, and did a nice internship over there. So it gave me a great opportunity to just learn and live in another culture. And certainly the language when you're fully immersed in things, it's just what a great way to experience life and, and, and the culture. So tell us a little bit about your journey from Spain to now at Lockton. Like, how did you get into industry? What's, what's your background? What was your journey like? Yeah. So born and raised in Philadelphia. You know, entrepreneurship has, has always been a part of our core and our DNA and my family since, you know, forever. I'm, I'm the youngest of three boys. So uh, my brother and I are Irish twins. I'm the youngest. My brother and I are Irish twins. So shout out to everyone getting ready for uh, St. Patrick's Day. I saw a whole parade in downtown right. Denver getting ready to be queued up. We grew up in, in Philadelphia in row homes. And, you know, we started our first business as Walker Landscaping and we went mm -hmm. house to house and mowed every little patch of grass and shoveled every little patch of lawn. And it was the most cash intense, fun little business that we ran. It was as flexible as we wanted and it was what we made of it. So as young kids, you know, we, we always sought out, you know, how can we build something and, and be a part of something? And I've always been very curious about the healthcare system and, and, you know, here in the U S and globally and, 
you know, throughout college and, and through some internships, I, I got a bit of a lens into you know, how things operate. And out of college, I had, you know, a great opportunity at a large global insurance mm-hmm. firm. And it gave me some insight into, you know, the underbelly and, and truly how operations and service and underwriting and it all works and how doctors and hospitals are fully integrated and connected. And technology has certainly been a big focus in innovation. I, I, I think I fall in the category of a geriatric millennial. So <laughs> I think in terms of tech and innovation, it's also been something that's a personal interest for me. So to be able to take that entrepreneurship, the healthcare system, you know, the various payers, technology and innovation and bring that all together at Lockton, uh, it's truly been 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 a blessing so and i'm not curious to learn a little bit more about the early days you mentioned family business landscaping was that something you and your brothers founded or was that a yeah. family business that your father started no just my brother and i so oh, wow. we ran that and we ran that to the ground for for quite a few years so those were some fun days there was definitely some tension between my brother and i we knew our roles and we knew how to stay in our lanes and ultimately it was you know about getting the job done working hard your current job at Lockton, right? What, what are what are you exactly responsible for? What is your role? What are your day-to-day activities? So at Lockton, um, I work on our health and welfare team. So I'm a benefits consultant. So I'm a producer as well. So I work alongside of you know our employers and various organizations to help with their total reward strategy and ultimately their human capital strategy. You know, really at Lockton, my day-to-day work is spent with our executives team, just kind of understanding their business plan and their risk management plan. And at the end of the day, how can we help? For for our listeners that might not know Lockton in, in, in all details, like how do you guys position yourself in the market? Well, what are the key differentiators? You know, we really help clients think differently through things, through their challenges. So it's it's really not so much about us. It's it's truly about our clients and and service does matter. You know, locked in globally, you know, is is a large firm and but we do take a lot of pride in serving in our local communities as well, too. So how do we bring together, you know, that local service relationships still mean everything, but we have to run faster than our clients mm-hmm. and we have to innovate and think ahead of their challenges. And we do that by thinking differently and challenging where appropriate. So let, let's dive into those two themes today. You know, you mentioned innovation. Uh, you mentioned Lockton being a global firm, right? So what all comes with that? But maybe let, let's now think a little bit about and talk about what the pandemic has done to us, right? Oh. It was certainly a difficult time for, for all of us, right? But it has shifted the, the market certainly, you know, on the employee side, specifically at it, you know, comes to attracting and retaining the top talent, right? Everybody's talking about uh, these bus, buzzwords today. What are you seeing in the market? What kind of trends? I want to give a shout out to all the leaders out there. These have been unprecedented times to keep it all together and to help grow and help one another grow. So shout out to those leaders out there that have just been making it happen at home and and in the workforce because these have been challenging times. So if we think about trends and you think about what is a trend, you know, for us, again, it's just about the why. So, you know, why? So I think without a doubt, you know, we think you said buzzwords, so hybrid work. So what does that mean? It's just flexibility. So if we take a step back and think about why people just want flexibility, if we think about our lifestyles, the workforce, 
people want flexibility. So how do we ultimately deliver flexibility? It's not through mandates. It's not through a definition of something. People want to know that there's flexibility here. On the flexibility side, right, is that mostly around the hours, where I work, the location, all of it. And, and then also, what have you seen your clients are doing really well? Is it is it about having the right policies, the right technologies? So I think it's been less policy mm-hmm. focus and more employee feedback focus. So if we take a step back and think about what does this mean to me? What does this mean to my family? What does this mean to my commute? There's pros and cons of every situation in life and understanding employees' feedback has mm-hmm. been key. So I've seen what what most organizations have done is, you know, taking it a step further with their employee resource groups and their surveys to just get true candid feedback in terms of what makes the most sense to you. And then where I've seen success is really a move away from a hard policy definition because that mandate, I think, inherently makes us feel uncomfortable with things. And then there's maybe a trust barrier that's broken. So we've seen that having an option of a few days a week, but really built upon being with your team. How do we grow and develop? I, I think one of the biggest challenges, trends that exist is, is learning and development. I think back over you know my career, and, and I'm sure throughout your career, Andreas, is, is those that have taught and helped and mentored us. We want to take advantage of, of hybrid efficiencies, but there is an element of in-person learning that cannot be replaced. And, and I know from my own personal experience, being there in the office to work amongst the best and to learn and to listen is an invaluable asset. To have a hybrid but flexible kind of definition in terms of the workforce and, and but importantly, bringing it back to the why, you know, days that are mm. with your team. If you work on two different teams, it is great for everyone to get to know each other, but to have a few of those days dedicated that, you know, you're spending time with your team and then the other times, you know, with others as well to learn more about the business. Yeah. Thanks for sharing kind of like your macro view on this, right? You are working with so many different clients and I can say like, I can echo that from our little micro view here at ThriveFast, right? Like these, these topics, like feedback right how do you how do you capture that in a, in a meaningful way one of the things that we did here is like we are sending this the same 63 questions to the team every six months and then we see how are we performing right from the from the employer p- p- perspective and there's always one topic right when we started the first thing was like transparency employers wanted to have more transparency okay how can we now institute that how can we build systems around that and now it's one of our highest scoring elements right so that that's fascinating then you you mentioned about like you know how do you develop people the growth right that that's from my perspective also one of the most important things as you think about retaining and uh, attracting talent right and then you mentioned the why you know for us we we always talk about the vision right yeah. and i think it's, it's one of those things where employees like at the corporation obviously they need to be aligned on that right but then also as a recruiting tool right, right. if you can clearly state where you want to go either people opt in or they opt out of it right but like you know either way it's great right because you know that the people who are coming in they're really excited about uh, what we're doing as an organization yeah that's exciting i i look at that kind of the three c's community 
communication and clarity. So right now people just want to feel like they're a part of something, mm-hmm. but to learn from their leaders about what's our vision and why people are yearning, existing and new potential new employees. They want that community. And I think we've all worked towards how do we effectively communicate in our personal lives and our relationships at work through change, through challenge. But right now, people, wherever we can give them clarity, even if it's a little or clarity in the unknown, people really are yearning for clarity, especially with what's happening throughout the globe. Those three C's, community, communication, and clarity are like, you know, something that we're, we're really actively working on as a family. And are there certain things you mentioned community that you have seen your clients are locked and doing really well? with community involvement are there certain examples that you can uh, that you can provide you know i can point to you know the recent activities in in the ukraine mm-hmm. um, in, in philadelphia we have a few ukrainian employees and and just you know the overnight efforts to make sure that we had supplies and financial resources and and you know certainly counseling and behavioral health resources in place was i mean that's the expectations that the Lockwood family has mm-hmm. of all of us and, and we have as individual leaders so that's the most recent example i just think it's intentional leadership you know for us at lockton you know leadership is defined at the individual level and mm-hmm. and what can you do to better support team members and little things like you know intentionally having thursday happy hours and all at the office even if it's a handful of us it's just the little things like that have really made a big difference in terms of why do we all work together? You know, our growth has been pretty significant and, and with that can, can bring challenges in terms mm-hmm. of culture and, and family sure. and, and, you know, tough times and, and good times. But that intentional leadership down to the individual level is just something that, you know, we're really proud of and we work really hard at. And it's not easy, you know, there's long hours and, you know, getting a workout in the morning and, and making sure you're taking care of, you know, your family, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a game. But to your point, certainly giving back to the community helps in, in, in all of that. It just, it's the right, just the right thing to do, right? It feels good to, to, to help the community out. I want to take us back to the theme uh, of the pandemic created what I would call like a shortage in labor for many industries, right? Now we are seeing inflation likely not going to go away next Tuesday. What would you expect for the next two to three years in terms of attracting the right talent, right? As it you know pertains to benefits, innovation, and, and whatnot, what kind of trends would you, do you think we should focus on? Paid leave, if you look at the US relative to the world, uh, we're in the top 10 and the worst in terms of paid leave. So I'd say without a doubt, paid leave is a big focus. Mm-hmm. You know, consolidation, I think the pandemic has shown that there's a lot that's out there and, and how do we consolidate it and make things easier in, in a very complex world, you know, that clarity element, how can we consolidate, whether it's administratively or through holistic care management, you know, how do we consolidate so that there's maybe one or two less places to go? So less of these island solution, one consolidated hub for, for the employees to, to access. So general advocacy, I think when it comes to trust, where, where do we go when, when we need help? Things are complex now. People have been at home. They're not talking to their peers maybe. Who do we go to? So through general issues, maybe you need help finding a doctor, your everyday claim issue, but for your more complex cases where maybe you need a second opinion, maybe you need more targeted chronic condition management. So having 
more holistic care management, but kind of a true independent advocate that's there for you, your family, and to support not just a singular healthcare event, but in the example of planning for a family to help you through everything from mm-hmm. you know, how do we get our baby enrolled and how do we get our short-term disability paperwork and so forth in order. So it's that full care journey. So I think that's kind of twofold, you know, play there's that care journey and then there's that onboarding journey. So I know a lot of work that you and your team are doing are really, you know, how do we help employees maybe see into mm-hmm. what the world would look like with an employer? What happens on day one when we get here? And, and how do we engage them? You know, engagement, you know, is critical, but that's always been a challenge. And the onboarding process and, you know, what does that look like? So yeah, I'm sure the onboarding process specifically now in the hybrid or remote world is it's not getting easier. And it probably amplifies the the need for the right process, the right tools, the right solutions in order for for that critical first 60, 90 days, right, to be successful there. Kevin, you mentioned earlier that like Lockton, you know, obviously has a strong uh, presence here in the United States, but then it's really a global, global form, global offering, right? Uh, and, and more and more of the uh, firms here in the US obviously have employees uh, around the world, right? And oftentimes when I talk to you know, our clients, prospects, right, everybody has the wish to, you know, create global benefits for the employees around the world, right? And like, certainly like certain benefits, you know, they don't translate internationally, right? An HSA or an FSA is a tax benefit here for, for the United States, right? So, Talk to us around that. Like, what are you seeing in the market? What are certain things that uh, companies can do, you know, that would scale internationally on the, on the benefit side? Yeah, we're definitely seeing greater desire for equity throughout the globe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So diversity, inclusion, and equity. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we drive benefits parity when there are dramatic differences between the U.S. and out and yeah. throughout, you know, most countries? So top priority, you know, for a lot of organizations is, is, is equity and parity, but that is difficult to scale globally. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to things like primary care, making sure that there's the right telemedicine virtual care solutions that are in place so that if and when there is a need that you can access localized care. So primary care has been a big focus. Are there providers out there that can do the telemedicine on a global scale or do you have Typically, different partners you would engage with in Asia, in Europe, in the US. The latter. So it's still a chess game in terms of, Mm -hmm. you know, consolidating any administration. So we're often, you know, undergo deep analysis in terms of where's, you know, the need and and how can we solve for that, whether locally or or through, you know, potential consolidated vendor. If you think about your clients that are most forward thinking, most innovative, what kind of questions are they asking you? And maybe I should also ask the other way around, what kind of questions are not being asked right now that you know, clients should ask? How can we control specialty drug costs? So particular, you know, high-cost medications are, are on a trend trajectory that is pretty significant. So I, I'd say that for sure. Um, how can we engage our employees differently? And you know, working through a rapidly evolving demographic in the workforce. So that's been a big question that, you know, we've been asking and and they've been asking is, you know, how do we really understand each individual 
so that we can personalize benefits globally. Mm -hmm. You know, and there are a lot of opportunities like the services that, you know, your team's providing where, you know, it's the little things often that make a lot of difference. And oftentimes it is understanding some of the basics and the little things, and that's understanding your population. So uh, how do we, you know, questions we get asked are, you know, benchmarks and, mm -hmm. and the latest and greatest, I, I think over the last 24 months, you know, historical data may not be indicative of what's happening today and will not be tomorrow. So how quick can we bring innovation to them um, is a big piece. So that's a challenge of, of, of that we put on our team, but that's a, a given expectation of clients is, you know, what is the latest and greatest and what do we need to be doing to improve administration, to be delivering better financial results and making a difference in our employees and their families' lives. You know, from a return back to work perspective, right? You know, the, the news came out. Now Apple, I think, is is is, is targeting Q2 of this year. Who knows that will change again, right? There was obviously a lot of back and forth. But when you work with your clients, right? What are models that companies are now looking at, right? Is it Mostly, hey, we, we want to be fully remote and we'll never come back to the office. Is it everybody needs to be back in their office, um, you know, full time, a hybrid model or anything in between? What do you see right now? I've seen the majority in a flexible work environment where a few days a week, there'll be flexibility, but high levels of accountability. I mean, a a few organizations have, have everyone back and have everyone back. Mm -hmm. um, and that's due to, you know, various business needs, et cetera. But um, I, my expectation, back to your earlier question, would be there'll be some sort of flexibility. Again, just to make sure that you keep people and you keep people happy. Um, the bountiful talent, compensation is a big piece. But that flexibility, paid time off, paid leave, those are other key elements, too, that I think will play a big factor in terms of the marketing and in, in, in talent and recruitment and in terms of what people actually, you know, want for the world ahead. We changed our perspective through the pandemic quite dramatically, right? We were like an office-driven culture beforehand. And uh, since I think we have hired in like 15, 16 different states here, right? And like with intent that these employees obviously will be primarily uh, working remotely, we have embraced the, the the hybrid model and whatnot. One of my main questions, right, that I'm asking myself is like, okay, for for the people that are now you know, in Florida, New York, California, and they won't be on, in the office two or three days a week, what can we do to make them part of of the core and the, the team and whatnot? Are there any tangible solutions, technology, processes that, that you have seen uh, to foster that collaboration, cultural blending? I, I can't say I've seen a silver bullet. Mm -hmm. um, I think that individual leadership and that cultural focus there, you know, I'm a little bit old school, so I do feel like there does need to be some in-person interaction yeah. in order for things to ultimately, and that can be at various, you know, different times throughout an employee's life cycle, but you know, spending time to see your peers, maybe it's through a conference, maybe it's through a regional, you know, gathering, but I do think that coming you know, together it comes back to the why, it comes back to the mission, like why are you there? The purpose I do, I, I do lean a little bit more old school. And again, it's just about the mission, it's just about the purpose. 
and those are intangibles. I know you didn't, yeah, mm-hmm. intangible like that. That's something to me, like the human element here. It's very hard to replace. So. But there's very expensive, you know, costs associated with business nowadays, and that does not seem to be changing. So there does need to be, you know, a balance in terms of, of the business needs and, and employee needs as well, and a recognition from from all parties that we need to meet in the middle. Yeah, and probably also the role, right? And like what what, what needs to be accomplished. But yeah, that sometimes it's hard to justify the return investment on these trips. Hey, let's fly everybody into our hub, right? And spend three or four days on, uh, on a certain topic and team bombing and strategy. But like, I do believe that there's value. And oftentimes the best ideas come from, you know, these kind of events and whatnot. And, you know, that, that's certainly a price tag to it. So Kevin, as a, as an innovator in the industry, right? How do you, where, where, where are you getting your you know, inspiration? You know, are you going to certain conferences? Are there certain podcasts, books? What would you recommend our guests here? So my inspiration definitely comes right now. Uh, a lot for my wife and our little girl today. So a lot, a lot of very strong motivation and inspiration coming from there. Sure. I do spend a lot of time in the venture capital and the venture healthcare space, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of learning what's under, you know, what's going on in terms of investments in the market. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I spend a lot of my time in New York and, and, um, you know, just 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 understanding from a venture perspective um, where the dollars are, mm-hmm. are headed and, and ultimately the why and, and how can we apply that back to to our employees and and certainly our clients and and to, you know our families. Um, Adam Grant is phenomenal. I've been mm-hmm. spending a lot of time, sure. you know, you know, thinking through you know mindset and why. And, mm-hmm. and Adam Grant's phenomenal. His new book, Think Again, is a great little piece. Doctor Eric Potterad is a psychologist that I'd recommend taking a look. He helps train the Navy SEALs and mm. Tom Brady and the Dodgers mm-hmm. and, and and several elite athletes around performance mindset. And, and, you know, I've just, I've, as an athlete, I've really found a lot of connectivity and, and joy and challenge and discipline to, to take from that. And then I think the last piece is if anyone's familiar with John Maddox, shout out to our friend, Wade Rosen over at Atari. So Wade, sent me a text message a couple of months ago and said, Hey, you know, I really think you, you know, you kind of remind me of John Madden. And I said, Oh boy, I, you know, I hope my wife doesn't feel that way. You know, I, I don't know if that's a compliment. And, and he said, well, you have to check out this documentary and it's, it's really, you know, you, I think you'll enjoy it. So I watched the documentary and, and John Madden was all about working hard and, and getting in the trenches and doing it together. So if anyone's never seen the John Madden documentary, maybe take a peek. It's a reminder of, you know, things can get hard and, and getting in the trenches and, and toughing it out is sometimes a, a helpful exercise. And, you know, you, you're different and he was different, but they produce different results. So. I, I got to put that on my watch list. What, what What's the name of the documentary? And like, is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's, it's like, on. It's well, everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think yeah. it's just the John Madden documentary, but I'll okay. be sure to. We'll, we'll drop that in the, into the link. Kevin, last question, like, you know, for anybody that wants to connect with you and, you know, kind of continue the conversation, what's, what's the best way to, to connect with you? I appreciate that. Uh, LinkedIn, Kevin Walker, locked in. I can't say my picture looks a whole lot like John Madden, but some may think it is. So yeah, uh, Kevin <laughs> Walker, uh, locked in companies out on LinkedIn. Perfect. Kevin, thank you so much for, for being on the show today. Thank you, Andres. This was awesome. It was great. This podcast is sponsored by ThrivePass. 
a trusted HR partner for innovative benefits technology. From lifestyle spending accounts to pre-tax to COBRA administration, ThrivePass has you covered. We personalize benefits. You thrive as the employer of choice. More at thrivepass.com. Thank you.